Hello, and welcome back to Astro Skeptic, the astrology podcast for skeptics. This is season two, episode four, and today we will be giving you an introduction to our upcoming series, The Planets in Essence. In this series, we will be discussing the planets in astrology one by one, giving you detailed information on what exactly they represent in astrology, astronomy, and in life in general. But friendly reminder, please follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, and check out our website, astroskeptic.org. And of course, guys, we're not going to censor this for anything, so listener discretion is always advised. What's up, Paige? Well, also, if you found our podcast because you randomly found one of our business cards out in the world, you're welcome. That was me. I've been printing business cards with QR codes to the pod and leaving them all over. I brought like a hundred with me to New Mexico and actually ran out three days before we came back. If you found one of my business cards in New Mexico, I'm so jealous that you are still in New Mexico right now. Say New Mexico one more time. <laughs> New Mexico. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, I like Michigan. It's my home, I presume. Um, America's high five, but um, Michigan is where like my job and mortgage and other overbearing life responsibilities are. And in um, Mexico, I was free. And now I am. And now, despite all my rage, I am still a rat in a cage in Michigan. Dude, I hear you. Michigan is tough. Like, I, I love the people here, you know, friends, family, love my job. I don't have a mortgage, but I do have a lease. Um, and it's been a really depressing last six months here in the state. We're not doing stellar. No one is doing great in the state of Michigan right now. And if you are, I would have whatever you're having, please. And if you are... Fuck you. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not very nice, Paige. That's what you wanted to say. No, I don't. I mean, like, good for them, but can I just have some of that? Can I Can I take a dip in the pool of your serotonin? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't think it's just Michigan, and I don't think it's just... I think it's just, like, uh, you know, COVID, everything else, the economy, yeah. inflation. War. There's nothing party. to, like... Like, in New Mexico... It doesn't even feel like the rest of the world exists. Like everything moves so slow there and like there's just desert and like I don't know, it just feels like the rest of the world's problems just aren't a thing. Maybe and I don't know in New Mexico. I don't know how that that I don't know how they get that vibe. But I want that vibe here. <laughs> what if it's not possible here? What if you just need to move to New Mexico? I, I don't know. I'd have to figure that out. I mean, I wouldn't mind having like, a, I wouldn't mind living there, but my mom would freak out on me if I moved. Yeah, that's true. But you got to live your life for you. I know, but I you. could get like a second house there. I mean, I also wouldn't want to be away from my mom. <laughs> yeah. I like, especially, I, you, know, you know, I know that everybody's like, you know, like you have the mindset of, okay, you got to live your own life. And I get that. And I agree with that. But, like, to me, like, being close to my mom is important. 
especially because like ever since my brother died i don't know you just get a new perspective on that kind of shit you want to maximize your time when she's old and decrepit then you know maybe i'll peace out when you're gonna leave when your mom needs you absolutely the most no i mean i'll bring her with me but you know what i mean like when she like um like you know she's got shit going on i'm sure she'd move to new mexico but like there's a lot like my niece and her house and you know her golf league are you wait were you scoffing at your mom's golf league yeah, I hate golf. I think it's stupid. I mean, but it's good. It sounds like that's a good thing for your mom to be a part of, you know? No, she's yeah. got a she's good. got a life. Great excuse for her to get wasted in the middle of the day. JK mom, love you. <laughs> oh, I mean, that is golf for a lot of people, you know, have a few I mean, no, that's golf for everybody, dude. There's nobody out there sober golfing. Those people have to be psychopaths. Because <laughs> it sounds seems or it seems so boring otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I would 100% agree. I had to go golfing once and I didn't even finish the course. I dipped out at like the fourth hole. Couldn't do it. Too bored. Were you all like, were you dressed up? No, it was with my God. Why did I go golfing? It was like with my family, like over 10 years ago and my brother and dad were going through a real golf phase and they were like let's let's all go and I couldn't I mean I just I just couldn't bring myself to care at all dude I know I don't understand it but then you know my therapist has told me like when I feel like the need to just like judge people hard I need to try to um, go into the mind frame of like, okay, well, I wouldn't do it that way. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't do it that way. But like, they, you know, they can do what they want. But like, I wouldn't do it that way. Mm -hmm. And um, I wouldn't ever play golf. Ever. Okay. But um, fundamentally, when you get down to it, you're hitting a ball really far. Hopefully, right? Then, literally, you walk all the way to where you hit it just to get this. Okay, whatever. But still, you drive, you hit the ball, you drive to it, you hit it again. You pick it up. If you were just, if you just wanted to pick the ball up, if that's the end game, why'd you hit it? (laughs) I mean, I will say... If it's an excuse for people to get outside, out of doors, doing something other than like watching golf on TV, then I fully support it, you know? I mean, everyone needs a thing to do. I would never, I, it's not my thing. I get that, but I feel like I wouldn't hate golf as much if it wasn't like surrounded by this like weird socioeconomic like divide. Cult of personality. Like you yeah. can't be a poor person and play golf, okay? Billy it's Madison. super waspy. Like super that's waspy. a dream. Okay. And, um, you couldn't like, do they have poor people golf courses? Maybe in Florida. Okay. But not in the rest of the world. I just feel like they would in Florida because there's a lot of people, poor people there. Well, poor people that would want to play golf. I don't know. I mean, it's not, it's not for us. It's just not for us. Happy for your mom though. I love that for her. Love it for her. Riva, you need to tell me about your trip to L.A. You just got to, you went to L.A. 
I did. I did go to L.A. I went to L.A. and I came back sick. That's why I sound like this, dear listeners. Um, a little raspy in the in the vocal area. Um, yeah, I met my best friend from Portland down in L.A. And we were just there Thursday to Sunday and had a real whale of a time. Um, and ate a bunch of food, went to the beach, we did a hike, saw Pete fucking diddy um met Dude. some cool people uh i'm exhausted <laughs> but i love la like i would 100 percent. i've had off since i was young like early early teens if not maybe like tween age i have had not like a fascination with southern california but it has always i've always been very intrigued by it you know um, I was raised on like Laguna Beach in the OC. And oh yeah, dumb shit. But it's so like the weather and palm trees and the beach right there, like, um, and you know, ch- hashtag chill vibes, whatever. Like, what? I don't know. Ever since I was a kid, I've just always thought it was cool. And I had only ever been there for approximately fourteen hours before. I've been to San Diego and I've been to the Bay Area, but I only spent one day in LA. So I just wanted to go check it out, and 100%, I would live there. <laughs> I would. I would do it. Mm-hmm. I want to go back and explore more. Yeah, I would I would definitely live in LA. Was it, like, it's... super expensive? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to first need a million dollars, and then I'm going to move to LA. <laughs> what do you like about it? Besides the weather? I don't... I don't know. I mean, it's just the, it's just the, I like big cities like that. And Michigan, like really? I was saying, yeah, I, I'm a city girl. But I'm like also New York? You New York, like no, because it doesn't have the weather or the beach. I like New York. So it has to, Ugh. but I love the access to the water. What about water. Chi-Town? Fuck no. Fuck Chicago. Whoa. I, I, mean, I love, <laughs> I love Chicago, but like, I don't want to live there. I live through Grand Rapids winters. Why would I want to do that in Chicago where it's even more intense? I feel like, um, I feel like it's just more intense because they have like all the skyscrapers. It does some weird shit to the wind. Okay. No, they say like where it's situated on Lake Michigan, it's also like a fucking polar vortex or something. But weather is a big deal for me. Like sunshine is a very big deal. I am a warm weather person. So Okay, what um, about Miami? I have see that I also wanted to go to Miami this winter, but I got COVID and then it was my birthday and then just I never got to go to South Beach, but I was looking at South Beach before I was looking at LA. But then there's a round trip from the airport to LA, uh, nonstop. And so I really, it. was it yeah. cheap? Mm, no, because it was, with, <laughs> no, it was, it was with Allegiant. So it's a budget airline, but then like oh, I wanted to reserve my seat and then I wanted to buy a carry on. So it ended up, you have to like, buy a carry on. Yeah. I mean, I can take a personal item. How but much this was it? Isn't going, I don't remember. I'm was not going like, to LA. But with was it like backpack. 40 bucks or was it like 100 bucks? A carry-on? Yeah. Like 40 probably. Okay, I think we had to technically buy a carry-on too. Yeah. Okay. But um yeah, I we had a really good time and I'm I'm going to go back and like explore some other areas aside from what I've already seen now, but I definitely feel like I got a much better feel for the city and like the lay of the land than I did the first time. It's just so big. There's so much going on all the time. 
There's so much to do. Everyone was so nice to us there. I mean, what? granted, we're two we're two girls walking around, but like, yeah, everyone was super chill. It was, it was fun. It was cool. Yeah. But what'd you do there? Did you like uh, do museum sightseeing? Fuck no. Uh, we stayed in Santa Monica, which was okay. I, it was we had a. Like, we were right on the beach and on the strip, so it was a perfect location, but Santa Monica isn't exactly my scene. Um, so Why? We, What's wrong with that? It's just kind of, like, touristy. It almost feels like it would be the suburbs of L.A., but the beach is right there. But the pier, like, Santa Monica Pier is right there, and that's super touristy. Um, and then, I don't know, just, like, it's a bunch of... Like, there's a Nordstrom and, like, a cheesecake factory, you know? And although we ate some really good food there and we had fun. <laughs> at the Cheesecake uh, Factory? No. <laughs> just in the <laughs> area. Cheesecake <laughs> Factory hey, adjacent. Man. Cheesecake Factory has some good food. I've only ever been there once and I can't. The aesthetic is unreal. <laughs> I don't understand um, the aesthetic, but I've only been to. It's America. It's America. Well, I guess I don't really like, I never noticed the aesthetic. The one in GR is new, and that's the only one I've ever been to. I think oh, we maybe went there. to the one in Chicago to get, to like pick up a cheesecake, but like we didn't eat there. I've, I've never been to the one here. I went out in Portland, and that one's in the suburbs. And it oh, was, really? it's just, it's so, like it's opulent as fuck, but in a cheap way. See, I feel like the one in GR is just, it doesn't even look like, it just looks like a restaurant. Like, there's no, I like... No flair? Why no, even go no to Cheesecake theme. Factory? Well, they have really well, good freaking cheesecake, dude. And they have, like, all the different types of cheesecake you could ever imagine in the world. I, they also not, have, like, a massive menu, which I feel like Gordon Ramsay would be like, okay, rein it in. You know what I mean? You can't do a lot of things. Yeah, Amazing. but that's not American. That's not American. Well, I don't know, but they have, that. like, really good food. The food, I got these... Alex and I went there once, and all we got was, like appetizers and i don't know they were really good i was surprised i don't really remember my experience much aside from being astounded by the aesthetic um so why did you anyway, stay in santa monica then because it was cheap we didn't know where to stay we were hemming and hawing a bunch and like we booked it like two weeks ago so we just kind of had to make a decision and wanted to be able to get to venice or like West Hollywood, if we like, because we wanted to do Runyon Canyon, um, and thought maybe we would go up to Malibu, but we didn't end up doing that. So we wanted something on the beach, somewhat centrally located. Um, and I, I guess I like we just found a place in Santa Monica, so we just stayed there. So what's Runyon Canyon? Is that like the hike up the big mountain with the sign? It's it's not the sign one, but essentially, yes. It's not like a, a big mountain, but it was uphill. That's for fucking sure. It was beautiful. There were just like really nice views of the city, um, wild flowers and shit. You're kind of like in the Hollywood Hills. So there's, you know, I assume Post Malone lives somewhere in the area. I don't know. P. Diddy does. He was there. So. Why, why, why Post Malone? Like what? I don't know. Just I thought he's I. Why not Post Malone? Okay, I lo- okay. he's my favorite celebrity. So whoa, wait a minute. Aside dude. from Drake, aside I was from gonna Drake. say, what if Drake's listening? He's not, but I love you, Drake. 
please call me. You think Drake lives in Hollywood Hills? No, homeboy has like a fucking penthouse in Toronto. Toronto? The worst. Dude, Ugh. he's Canadian. He's from Toronto. Well, he should reject that. Toronto is a cool city. What do you, Have you ever even been? Been close enough, dude. I went to Mississauga, okay? Oh, my and God. And I had poutine. Okay. Conversation's okay. over. <laughs> Conversation's over. I like Toronto. I like Canada. Montreal's cool, too. And Quebec. I would All go to Quebec, cool. period. I mean, Canada's sweet. Like, the the... The nature, the landscape, the wildlife. It's, it's people. And, it, and you well, know what they have from, a lot of in Toronto is. Well, then don't go. I ain't. Just don't dude. go. I But I would rather be, I think I would rather be around Canadians than I would, than I would most Americans. Well, okay. Unless they live in, unless they live in LA, then I would Oh my God. <laughs> Those are the worst kind, dude. What the hell is no, wrong No, not you? like Beverly Hills LAans. Like, I don't care. Anybody who lives in LA, dude. I, I, All right. I don't... Well, I'm going to I'm going to remind you of that when I finally live in L.A. at some point in my life in 20 years when I live in L.A. I'm going to say, am I now the worst kind of person just because I live here? Listen, dude. Yeah, well, I'm glad you had a great trip. I'm glad you saw P. Diddy. What was he wearing? What was he doing? Uh, black T-shirt, black pants, walking with two other women. Was he like hiking? Yeah, I mean, he was. Yes, he was on the hike. So was he, like, getting it? Like, was he going fast? Was he wearing, like, athletic wear? Uh, he was going uphill while we were going downhill. So, I mean, he was about to get it if he wasn't already. Did he have a water bottle with him? Not was that he I hydrating? noticed. Not that I noticed. Ugh, it's irresponsible. He's okay. <laughs> He'll make it. I hope so, dude. <laughs> he, had, he had two very attractive women with him, so... Just like going on a hike with him. I, yeah, I don't know. You think he just pays these hot women to go on hikes with him? I don't think he has to pay them. I like. Or like, okay, he like schedules them. Like he's like, damn, I can't go on a hike if I can't find two bitches to go with me. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Or maybe like maybe one was a trap. I was too busy looking at fucking Diddy to like really regard what was going on. Did your heart, did you like start like having like palpitations no thankfully i didn't get super weird about it because it took me a hot second to really like i was like wait that is that p diddy but like he didn't look it was just like so out of any diddy element i would ever imagine and you know like he's he wasn't in like athlete athletic wear but we'll call it athleisure and I was walking like towards him and he was walking towards us and like I locked eyes with him. I know he like saw me kind of, I was wearing my sunglasses so thankfully he couldn't like see me staring at him for 20 feet. I'm sure he's used to it. Right. Like he knew that we knew that he was Diddy. But if you're hiking (laughs) in the fucking, you know, Runyon Canyon, like all of those hikes, I mean, that's where rich people live. It's just where... I would be. I would have been more surprised to have not seen anyone. I'm surprised they it. just let people in there, normal people. What, what do you mean? Well, normal like, people? I mean, like it's a public park. People. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's. It was also a dog park, so there was shit and piss everywhere. It smelled, but it was that, that made cool. it amazing. Made it all the more fun. There were just doggies like everywhere. 
great time. Well, it I'm really glad was that you saw P. Diddy. I'm glad that P. Diddy like has seen you. Yeah, P. Diddy saw me. You want to know what's a fun fact? <laughs> yeah. I saw. That's the second time that I've seen P. P. Diddy in real life. <laughs> <laughs> what? When I was 11. Oh, um, shit, dude. I went I went to New York City, and we stood outside of TRL, and P. Diddy was on TRL that day, and P. Diddy dude, waved at us. First off, <laughs> that's iconic. Second off, um, maybe there's, maybe there's, we got to look at your chart. Figure out exactly the month and, like, year that you did that trip to new york what if you have like a certain plan like a transit that indicates that you're gonna see pd <laughs> that would be fucking cool man um it was <laughs> geez, it was it was 2002 it was probably like early april 2002 2002 spring- man oh so i was 12 i was 12 i had just turned 12 yeah Eww. yeah that's crazy you're telling that's... me you were 11 on when 9-11 happened? Yeah, I remember it pretty clearly, actually. That's crazy. Which is which is really saying something, because I don't remember much in my life. But everyone, like, whenever you think of collective trauma, like, everyone always references 9-11. Like, everyone remembers where they were on 9-11, you know? I know. I want to I meet somebody who's just like, man, I don't remember. <laughs> well, ask someone that's, like, six, maybe they might not know. I was seven. Okay. I I and remember okay well yeah i want to yeah. ask somebody who is just like who was like 20 years old they're just like man i don't remember where i was well maybe and like maybe they didn't see it happen like our science teacher turned it on tv yeah same we yeah. were seven yeah mrs so. vandersteen because we had the tv mounted in the corner she just turned it on uh, we all just sat was, there mrs long yeah it was a weird flex. Okay, we got to get into this episode. Okay. You're right. The meat and potatoes of the episode, if you will. Okay. The planets, in essence. Let's dive. Right off the bat, I want to clear something up. Okay. In astrology, when someone refers to planets, they're talking about all of the celestial objects that are orbiting our sun. Technically, some of the planets that are talked about in astrology aren't planets at all. They're asteroids, moons, or mathematical points based on the position of other planets or objects. But for the ease of semantics, astrologers often just refer to everything as planets. Like anything that people are going to look at in your chart that an astrologer will look at in your chart is a planet. Um, But as a former English major and English enthusiast, the language, not the country, I feel the need to explain this to you again. Okay, but just humor me. Can you explain what celestial objects are again? Yeah, celestial objects is just a fancy way to say all of the other things in space that are orbiting our star, a.k.a. the sun. So anything that is in the orbit, asteroids, planets, space junk, 
if that car that Elon Musk shot out there is orbiting, that would be included. That would be a celestial object. <laughs> okay. Feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude, Jafil, Jafil. But, okay, you said... St- you said our star, but like, do actual stars have anything to do with astrology? And you know, like people say, it's written in the stars, star-crossed lovers. But a uh, great like... question, great question. Um, no, stars don't have any astrological signification. So remember, a star is like a gas ball on fire. Like the sun is a star right? That's what a star is. Planets are not stars. When you look up at the sky, they probably all look the same to you because they're so far away. They're just a speck of light. But actual stars don't have astrological signification. Not saying that they couldn't have some kind of effect on us, but so far that's not really been studied in astrology. Modern astrology focuses only on the planets and other celestial objects that also orbit our star, named Sol, a.k.a. the sun. I make sense of it by thinking like this. Everything on our planet is made possible solely by our star, the sun. Every planet in our star system orbits our star. Our solar system is like one cohesive unit, an ecosystem of sorts. If you were to use nature as an example, which I love to do, an <laughs> ecosystem in China. Well, I. <laughs> Go on. That was just funny. Go on. <laughs> All I'm saying is that I feel like nature is the goal, right? It's it's perfect. It's a perfect system. It's got it all figured out. We're the ones who fuck with it. Fuck it up. But like if we as a society or just anybody, anything, anybody, if we just followed nature's example, I think we'd be gravy, dog. Yeah. Anyway, using it as an example, an ecosystem in China is so far away from an ecosystem in Mexico that they're not on any daily basis going to have some kind of direct effect on one another. But an ecosystem just on its own is all about cause and effect. So one slight change can have a rippling effect that touches everything in that ecosystem. A study done in 2018 revealed concrete proof that gravitational tugs from Venus and Jupiter have a direct effect on the Earth's orbit and climate in general. I don't think it's a huge effect, but... It's still an effect, and I theorize that this is just the tip of the iceberg in terms of, like, ways that the planets in our solar systems affect each other. I mean, that's basically, like, the foundational idea behind astrology. So when it comes to talking about our chart, astrology, in reference to humans, right, because we're the reference point, right, we're, we're pulling our charts, everything's happening on Earth, everything's centered around Earth, we only care at least at this point in astrology, about our solar system. So when people say it's written in the stars, I guess that's just a phrase that like originated from back before they had like the distinction of planets, right? Everything, you know, we didn't have telescopes. We didn't know for a fact that Earth was round. So all we knew is that we looked up, sparkly thing in the sky is a star. 
but a lot of the stars that were basically the origin of that phrase weren't stars they were planets so does that make sense reva yeah 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 i'm getting it i'm following you for sure but okay so so what are the planets in astrology um i'll start off by just listing the planets and objects most commonly included in astrological chart renderings first we have the moon our moon lovely moon luna then we have Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, and Chiron. So Chiron is going to confuse you. Chiron's not a planet, right? I remember it's Chiron. an asteroid. Good. Just for Good. just for the record, I remember Chiron, but for the listeners, explain. I just included Chiron because it's really popularly used. Not everybody looks at it, but more astrologers look at Chiron than any of the other kind of more obscure celestial objects. There are additional objects that some astrologers look at, like the lunar nodes, Lilith, Ceres, etc. We will probably talk about those eventually, but not in this series. We're only going to talk about the moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, and Chiron in the sun. We will be doing one episode. On each planet in the series, this series is meant to be an introduction. We can't cover everything on each planet in one episode. This series will give you a foundation, solid ground to stand on. If you have a specific question about a planet that isn't answered in the series, feel free to submit a question to us on our website or social media. We'll answer all questions we receive right here on the podcast. Okay. So, does everyone have all of the planets in his or her birth chart? Like, yes. I have a Chiron, right? I got I got the Chiron. You got him. Isn't you he got kind of him. Me? He kind of fucks me up, though, right? I mean... That's fair. That's we'll get fine. into it. That's but no, that's don't hate on him. He's a little... He's, he's a homie, okay? All right. Don't hate on him. You're going to hate on anybody. Hate on Pluto's... Anyway, um, yes, so, uh, um, yes, a natal chart is literally a snapshot of the sky at the moment someone's born. Imagine in the hospital room, you're coming out, you're, you're crowning, you're, you're entering, right, the world, and at that moment, imagine somebody just ripping the roof off of that hospital, exposing the night sky above you. A man comes super legit massive camera takes a picture that's the birth chart right yes all of the planets are always up there even if you can't see them from where you're at on earth every single person has mars saturn jupiter mercury somewhere in their chart every single person but some planets do have more significance in a birth chart than others right That's a tricky question, Reba. The most correct answer would probably be not necessarily. It's kind of subjective. Overall, each planet is fairly meaningful 
However, each planet signifies and represents different things, and depending on where the planet is placed in a chart, it could have more meaning or less significance than in someone else's chart. So imagine Mark Wahlberg and Matt Damon. Imagine them. I'm, You're I welcome. Wish I, I wish I wasn't, but I am. They're not my type. Ew. Reva. I'm sorry. Every I'm day you just them. all you do is you just <laughs> disappoint me in ways I could never imagine. I have a different taste in men than you, clearly. Unacceptable. Anyway, sorry. imagine them. I am. Without shirts on. Just kidding. Well, yeah. if you want. Well, I mean, yeah, well, I'll objectify them in my mind's eye. That's totally go for fine. it. Yeah. I'm so, doing it. okay. Mark Wahlberg, Matt Damon, they both have all of the planets somewhere in their chart, okay? But for the sake of this example, and this is just total conjecture, I have not looked at either of their charts, um, but for the sake of this example, imagine that Mark Wahlberg has some placements in his chart that make Saturn's influences on him and his life pretty strong, Right. You don't okay. know what those placements would be. I do. You don't because you don't know astrology. It's why you're listening to the podcast most likely. But imagine that it's just an objective fact. Mark Wahlberg's chart has some stuff in it that makes Saturn super hardcore for him. Yes. Now imagine Matt Damon just kind of has a normal Saturn. It's not super strong. It's there. But whatever. Right? Yeah. So Saturn's still significant to Matt Damon. It still has an effect on his chart, his personality, everything. But you could argue that it's not as significant to him as it is to Marky Mark. Does that make sense? Yes. So maybe the best answer would be it depends. Like it depends on who the person is, what the planet is. And, I mean, some astrologers might not necessarily give more weight to one thing than another. I think it would be weird if they didn't, but everybody's different. Some people are weirdos. Regardless, I think a good way to describe this might be, like, no planet is more or less significant than another in general, but some planets might have a stronger presence than others depending on the person's chart or the specific chart that you're looking at roger okay roger dodger okay many astrologers however do divide the planets into like two categories personal planets and generational planets which are also referred to sometimes as inner planets and outer planets Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the personal planets are the moon mercury venus and mars These planets move fast around the sun and change signs fairly often. The moon moves into a new sign approximately every two and a half days. Mercury moves through the signs at like a varying rate of between 15 and 60 days. Venus between 23 and 60 days. And Mars between like 60 and 120 days. I know that seems like a lot like a big difference but the reason that that number can get so high is because sometimes the planets go retrograde right you hear about that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um basically going retrograde means that from our perspective on earth it looks like the planet is moving backwards right 
it's not actually, but from our perspective on Earth and astrology is Earth centric, pretty much. So from our perspective, it looks like they're going backwards. So therefore, it's, you know, going back into a different sign and then moving back into the same sign. So that's why sometimes it can be a huge difference. But either way, compared to the other planets, those orbits that move throughout the zodiac calendar is not that long, right? It's pretty quick. Right, yeah. So this means that the zodiac placements of the personal planets change rapidly, right? If you were to just keep, if you were to start right now, pull a chart for a baby that's born right now, pull a chart for a baby that's born right now, right? Like, and you look at their charts, the planets aren't all, you know, like they're not going to be exactly the same because that is changing. Those, those planets are changing. Even right. if it's just a degree or two, like they're changing pretty fast. The fact that the personal planets move so fast just basically means that someone's personal planet placement are going to be pretty specific and unique to them. It's not going to be that common to find, you know, another person on your street that has the same placement as you, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. The outer planets, however, which are Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto are called generational planets because they move much slower throughout the zodiac jupiter stays in one sign for about a year saturn roughly two and a half years uranus about seven years neptune like 14 years and pluto stays in one sign between a range of 12 and a whopping 31 years right because they're so far away that they just just moving they're just trickling along well they got a lot more like fucking orbital ground to cover you know yeah dude it's a big swoop big Pluto swoop. makes a big swoop Whoop. um so because of their slowness everyone in the same generation will have most, if not all, of the outer planets, like, in the same sign. So, we're millennials. Everyone in the millennial generation, except for maybe the tail end or the tail beginning. Not sure. But basically, everybody's going to have Pluto in Scorpio, right? Right, yeah. A lot of us will probably have Uranus and Neptune and Capricorn Saturn what like the closer you get to the sun right in terms of like the mapping of the solar system the faster the planet moves so there's like i think 3 or 4 potential Saturn placements our generation could have and then you know slightly more Jupiter placements yeah. So yeah. this I think that the whole gen- the idea of the generational planets actually makes a lot of sense to me because there are some like very thin generational similarities with like people's personalities if you think about it. Some some things could be attributed to like experience, right? Like we mentioned millennials we grew up during and post like real fresh 9/11. So like I'm sure that it, 
that shaped our experience in a potentially similar way. But yeah, there are but... other things that are kind of just like random, right? And they're they boil down to pretty much just personal preference, like fashion or certain like lifestyle choices, like how everybody in our generation has just decided that they're going to live in a van <laughs> and drive around. Right. Anyway, this, I think to me, like this really tracks with the idea of generational placements and it just kind of gives more credence to astrology because like, you know, there's something going on, I think when you're changing, obviously there's a lot going on, right? You know, but when it comes to like fashion and style, like sure you could say, oh, well maybe World War II affected style this way or this way or that way, but like, I think it's a lot more obscure than that. Wouldn't you say? I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I think it definitely could be, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like World War II or 9-11 or fucking Elvis is a much more like obviously tangible okay, thing well, yeah. to attribute trend and... I mean, astrology is not tangible, so... <laughs> right, and that that's what I mean, like obviously. So like, hence the, hence the skeptical, like, yeah, I think it definitely certainly could it makes sense what you're saying for sure but you know right it's not something we can prove but food for thought okay food for um i am eating the this thought i am eating this food and thinking (laughs) how does it taste um it's a little bitter but it's overall satisfying (laughs) okay anyway so even though a lot of the generational planets are going to be similar in people's charts, because your ascendant and then every house cusp that you have is based on the exact time you were born, just because you have the same sign, right? The same Saturn sign, you will have different houses, right? So you're going to, your mm-hmm. Saturn will probably be in a different house than. You know, right. the majority of other people. You'll, I mean, it will still be in the same house as roughly one twelfth of your generation, but you're less likely to share that house placement as you are just the sign in general. Yeah. So basically what I'm saying is you can still feel special, right? I do, I do feel that, special. Yeah. If yeah, you yeah. are. It's mainly my Taurus moon that makes me feel special though, right? <laughs> I mean, it depends. You should feel special because it's the best moon placement like the, I know. you could have. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like it's anti-Taurus to even want, like to feel special. Taurus is just vibing. I think your Pisces, it's what feels. It like wants to feel special. Uh, it wants to, but it is. it never does. I feel like my Pisces drags me down at this point in life. You know, I haven't reached my full Piscean potential. Could also be the Capricorn stellium. That's it. But... <laughs> I was going to say, like, your Pisces is being dragged down by the Capricorn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that slaps because I have, like, five fucking planets. Yeah, and Capricorn. your Capricorn's, it's got its, like, boot on your Pisces neck. Dude, don't I, don't I know that? So, anyway, we'll start in our series with the moon. We're going to end the series with the sun, right? So we're going to do that basically because 
fuck you. That's why. Just kidding. She, she doesn't mean that. <laughs> so, you know, I am like the perpetual tough love dad. And I feel like sun sign astrology has just, you know, given so much to the sun. And the sun is important, right? The sun shines. But the sun isn't the end all be all of you, your chart or anything. So I don't want anybody to get all clouded thinking about their sun when we should be talking about the moon. Okay. So we're not going to talk about the sun until the end. The sun will be your guys' like reward, right? Save the best for last, they say. That's such a like Leo thing to say, right? <laughs> what? It will save the best for last. The sun I guess. Is the reward. I mean, the sun is ruled by Leo. That's what I'm saying. Or no, Leo is ruled, is by, ruled the by the sun. Yeah. So yeah, sure. That's just the way the fucking sun. Wants but everybody, it, you know, everybody, everybody already identifies with their sun sign, so. For all intents and purposes, you know, I'm sure people are the most excited because they it's the only thing they probably know a little bit about. And so they're not going to get that. You're not going to get that instant gratification. Sorry, guys. You get it all day, every day with your phones, your phones and in your pets, in your Chinese food. You're not getting it here. What we have delayed gratification you, here. What are you always only right now? <laughs> you know what I mean? I know what you mean. She's you're getting on one. You're get what what's your Mars? Is this your Aries Mars coming in? Actually, my Mars is Leo. Well, there we fucking go. <laughs> How could you forget, dude? I don't know. Who's in Aries Mars? Well, Aries is uh Aries likes Mars. Mars likes Aries, so. Oh, wait, it's Aries Moon that's the tough one. Shh. I mean, yeah. Shh. <laughs> Yeah, it's in what? What is it? The moon is in degenerate when it's in Aries or whatever. <laughs> what is it called? The moon is in detriment. 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 I don't De- even. The moon's not even same, in detriment. Same, but diff. The, the moon, moon is. In, I think. I think the moon is in detriment in Capricorn. Actually. Okay. Must be tough. For I me. don't know what the moon is in Aries, but it's whatever it is. It's. Pissed. Not exalted. It's not <laughs> exalted. It could be fall or something. I don't know. When like a planet is in fall and a sign, it's like not as bad as detriment, but like it's not also not good. good. Yeah, mm, okay. but I mean, like okay, you know, okay. good, bad, whatever. It's not like bad. it's just harder to deal with, I guess. Well, yeah, you can say that again. Like, you know, you and I have Taurus moons. We'll, we're probably never going to end up in a mental hospital, right? Unless somebody gives us a bunch of LSD or, like, we go to the mountains to take peyote and, like, we don't find what we need to find. You feel me? Why Why is it going to be drugs that make our brain go? That's what, because I'm saying Taurus moons very stable, right? We're emotionally stable, right? That's what I'm saying. We're not going to, of our own volition right, or right. emotions, end up in the psych ward. All right. But... You know, somebody with, like, a Pisces moon. Just kidding. Just, I mean, just, I mean. You guys, I'm being, I'm purely talking shit. Uh, it's 
funny. <laughs> Sorry to all the Pisces moons out there. As a fellow it, Pisces placement, uh, personal, what is it? Personal planet Pisces? Personal planet. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say, like, is the sun a personal planet? I mean, you could argue that the sun is the most personal planet um, because it's like the essence of who you are. But I guess, yeah, you could you could call it a personal placement for sure. But. It's in a it's in a fucking category. It's, yeah, zone. it's in a category okay. of its own because right. the sun is. I don't know. I'm going to have to edit this part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you want to cover today? Did we exhaust the the planet's innocence? I mean, you know, that's just my intro speech. Right. You're the um you're the audience, Reva, personified. Mm. So, we're going to be so in like episode Five, we're going to start in on the moon and we're going to talk about what the moon means, like deep inner workings, your, your, who you are when you're alone at home with your thoughts, whatever, when no one's looking. When you're home alone with your moon. When you're your home alone moon. with your moon. So we're just going to go, we're not talking about Aries specific moons, even though we'll probably talk shit again about Aries moons. <laughs> But we're not we're not gonna get super specific or diagnostic with it. We're just giving a general No, picture. so no. It would take forever to go through in some podcasts we'll try to go through like not talking shit about other podcasts, but some like I've heard other astrology podcasts where they go through kind of like the moon in every sign and they give like a brief summary. I don't I don't wanna do that because it's just too hard for me to to be brief. I think that right. like any sign placement is very complex. Right. Um, maybe someday down the road when I'm getting real in the weeds, I'll do like one episode on every moon sign placement. But like that's probably just going to be like when I've run out of other shit to talk about, which probably right. won't ever happen. So right. I don't know. Right, we'll right, figure right. it out later. But this is intro. You know, you could say it's raw, right? the planet don't think about the sign don't think about any sign just think about the planet in general what it means what it means right what it means right 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 yeah and um we're gonna talk about the astrological significations we're gonna talk about astronomy astronomology coming back we will give you know like Basically, a brief history of what we as humans know about the planet thus far. Um, right. We obviously are going to know a lot more about Mercury, Venus, Mars, because they're closer. We'll probably know a little bit about Jupiter, although it's massive. Um, but the further out you get, the less we're going to know because we just haven't gone that far because it shit's far, right. far shit's away. so far away, dude. It's such a mind fuck to think about space, you know? I know. Like any, anytime I think about space, like I can't anymore because it fucks with my brain so hard. I it's the easiest. Like if you were for whatever reason, I don't know why you'd want to do this, but if you were really trying to just like propel yourself into like a real crazy existential crisis, just start thinking about space really hard. Dude, dude take. Never mind. I'm not gonna say what I was supposed to say. 
I was gonna don't say, do smoke, drugs. Smoke DMT and do it, and then come talk to me when you get no. Then just go on the space. go on the Joe Rogan podcast and it'll Ugh, be normal. Fuck Joe Rogan. Whoa, you had you had to bring him into it. Listen, we don't talk shit about other podcasters. Okay. Yeah, we do. Who we? I don't know, but I'm sure we have before. I don't know. That's dangerous. Like maybe maybe That's we dangerous territory, it. dude. All right. Well, then, you know what, Joe Rogan? Send me some promotional items and maybe I'll hype your show up. <laughs> like what? Joe Rogan. I don't know. He always sells like a bunch of supplements. Coffee and, creamer. Like, ugh, God, it's probably. He's like all into like biohacking bullshit. I seriously and... don't. I've watched like I only I've other ever watched Joe Rogan like when he's interviewing somebody that like I'm real interested in. Right. Like, I don't just listen to Joe. And I feel like Frank will send me, like, Joe Rogan. He'll send me, like, a whole Joe Rogan episode, yeah, right? Yeah, and all I yeah. see in the chat is, like, the video. And then it's, like, you know, 57 minutes long. And I'm like, Frank, you know I'm not going to watch that. Right. You know that I saw that it was 57 minutes long. And I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, uh, like, who's my over here? To... Maybe single people? I don't know. I just feel like I don't ever, and let me say this again, I don't ever have the time to just watch an hour-long YouTube video, okay? Do you? I mean, dude, you're on the internet all the time. First off, Reba, (laughs) you don't know what I'm doing. You're on the internet all the time. I'm I'm not on the internet all the time, see? You work smarter, not harder. When I'm on the internet, though, I'm blasting through it, right? She then I'm does, done. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. maximize my time, right? I maximize the, like, five minutes and I'm looking at my phone waiting for the doctor to call me back. I max that shit out. Right, okay. I got it. And I can't be maxing that shit out if I'm watching a two-hour documentary on YouTube at, like, 780p about the Rothschilds, okay? Can't do it. <laughs> Is that what he sent you? No, but my ex-boyfriend used to make me watch shit like that. Yeah, yeah. My ex was kind of a conspiracy theorist. And I would be like, dude, I'm into it. I love conspiracy shit. Yeah, I love it. But like, did we go to the moon? Answer me that. Tell me, Obama. Tell me, Obama. Obama. Did we go to the moon? (laughs) Man, one thing I hate is moon deniers. It's compelling, you know, it's just something to think about, okay? I'd rather, okay, think about something else, dude. So stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm more I think about a lot of other things. I think about so many other things. In I'm like, I am so not concerned about if the moon landing was faked or not. I just. You don't if- care if you're being fucking lied to? <sighs> for off. fucking 50 years? Like they when, built, they built listen, half of American culture on that bullshit. Yeah, so but I, I would rather know. I'd want to know. I would listen. Like some, I, I would like the, the whole thing first. though is that like I've I believe that we went to the moon. Okay, I've seen a lot of the evidence that maybe we didn't. But like, you know, me being like a balanced individual, you know, taking all the circumstantial evidence, it doesn't. You know, it doesn't. I don't get there. I'm still like, yep, we went to the moon. But the same point, I'm sorry, the same, on the same token, 
if we didn't go to the moon at this point, right? You'll never know for sure. Like, I don't think that's something we'll ever know for sure or not. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Well, where's if the proof was out there, we we would have had it. I mean, Anybody who could have looked you in the eye and said, I know for sure it was fake because I was there, is dead. I th- Yeah, but there could be, like, some documentation of some shit. I think, I don't think, I mean, we're still, like, discovering things from 5,000 years ago. I don't, I don't think we'll, like, I mean, never know. I don't think, it, you know? I don't know. I just, I don't think, I just don't care. I don't know. I don't know why, I don't, but, like. I don't. I don't care enough either. That's the mean. Maybe it's because I just want to go to the. I just want it to be true so bad that we went to the moon. So did every other American in 1969, (sighs) man. That's why they fucking staged that shit. They knew they needed it. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just poking the fucking bear at this point. (laughs) I'm more interested in the Kennedy assassination. Even even though I have a point. Oh, the Kennedy assassination. That's some fucked up shit for sure. Well, yeah, because honestly. I don't think anybody thinks that. And let me tell you, if there's somebody out here, okay, who thinks that Lee Harvey Oswald just by himself killed JFK that day, I got a book to sell you. I got a boat to sell you. I got a car to sell you. Okay? Hit me up. I feel like a lot of people probably haven't looked like that deep into it, you know? No, but I and I still think that the people who have just very briefly like read about it are like mm, sketched out. <laughs> yeah, it is super sketchy. Like so I'm much sorry, of American dude. history is super like we're so sketchy. We're so sketchy. It's kind of fun though. It's not fun. It's in a fucked. Well, up because way. American... here's my theory. I think that American history is so sketchy because. We're the most transparent out there. Oh, I, what? No, the, what? this is what I'm saying. Like, I guarantee you every other country is just as sketch. But like, I'm not they not have the country. wool pulled over their motherfuckers so hard. Dude, no, I don't. I don't I'm think sorry? who not not every other country has like had the American foreign policy like shit go well no because they're not working on the same scale right fucking france doesn't go uproot the fucking shah of iran you know like we just fuck around and fight all over the world although i will say my personal opinion is like i think a lot of the agencies right fbi cia whatever i think a lot of them like just they like go rogue like, I don't know if I consider them, because I'm not voting for these people, but they're the ones doing shit. They're out there. Yeah, but, I mean, like, they have appointed individuals, you know, that lead them until, like, I mean, I know I know what you're saying, but I think it's still, like, kind of, I mean, it's funded and sanctioned by the U.S. government, you know? Well, you know who wanted to get rid of the CIA? Don't even say it. JFK. Oh, I thought you were going to say Donald Trump. <laughs> but you're right. It, JFK did. You're right. You I don't know right. if Donald Trump did want to. I don't think so. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't think he paid that much attention to anything. But... You're the one who sent me that t-shirt where he's looking hot. You. <laughs> Whose body was that? 
Dude, I, that was in the airport. I was don't know. In the airport? That was in the airport. Wait. It was like... LA, LAX? Yeah. Oh. It would have been funnier if it was in the Grand Rapids airport. No, that would have been fucked up. It was fucked up enough to random. see it as it is. Was that Machine Gun Kelly's body? No. Machine you Gun would Kelly's know that, way though. more... No, he's way more strung out looking than that, though. For sure. All right, well, I'm spent, dude. Yeah, let's get out of here. All right, guys, so that's all we have for you today. I hope we have given you a pretty solid foundation from which to explore the rest of the planets with us in their assaults as we go through the next few episodes. So join us next week while we cover the first planet, La Luna. Okay, bye, Paige. Wait, are you really hanging up? No, that was just so exciting. I was like, what? I do have to pee, but... I mean, yeah. For usual, I feel like towards the end, I start to actually unravel a little bit. I wasn't even that.